everyone, good day and welcome to another edition of Sports Hub with Iberi. My name is Iberi Oji, your host on this program, being aired on Radio Radio, your favorite online radio. Here on this show, we give you live updates on sporting events, games and activities all over the world. You're welcome once again. Our central focus has been on footballing activities in Europe's top leagues, and so today we'll continue from where we stopped the last time out. We have a whole lot to talk about today. A whole lot. We have the EPL, the La Liga, the Serie A, the EFL Skybet Championship, and finally the FA Cup semi-final results. So let's let's kick off. Let's kick off. First of all, I want to talk about Man United. Man United had a huge opportunity to top the likes of Chelsea and Leicester over the course of the week. Last week, Chelsea lost against Sheffield United 3 goals to nil, and Leicester City surprisingly lost against relegated relegation-threatening Bournemouth 4 goals to 1. Man United had a game to play Monday night football against Sheffield against Southampton. They had a huge opportunity to close the gap because close the gap and you know leapfrog the likes of Chelsea and Leicester City to third position. They were in cruise control to get that to make that happen until the 90-50 minutes of that game against Southampton. And Obafemi Michael, a sub that came in just at the nick of time, at the 90-50 minutes, Southampton had a corner. They played the corner and well, Obafemi scored. He scored at the nick of time and they drew that game. It was it, At first it was a 2-1 in favor of Man United. But after that, after that goal, after that last minute goal, they drew that game. Man United just had one point instead of the possible three. So they still remained on fifth position. Chelsea still retaining their position as third on the league, followed by Leicester, fourth on the league. Though United went ahead to win against Crystal Palace, two goals to nil over the week. Over the week, they won against Crystal Palace, two goals to nil. But they still remain on fifth position. Leicester City won their game against Sheffield United. They won their game against Sheffield United. Chelsea won against Norwich entering into the weekend so they still maintained their positions maintained their positions but unfortunately on sunday leicester lost against jose Mourinho's Tottenham. how those goals came in it's <laughs> how those goals how those goals came in i i i was like wow this is this is this this is this is i remember Mourinho say, saying something about since they can't do one of his press conferences he said since they can't qualify for champions league spot they might as well go to europa though he doesn't like europa but he has he has to take his team to europa he would want to play europa there's no regardless the last time he played europa that was when he was my united manager and they went ahead to win that so i it's let's just see how it's gonna be next though the season is yet to end we still have like two games though my, um, Spurs has played their 37th game. They played it against Leicester City on Sunday afternoon and they won Leicester three goals to nil. Those goals, the first goal was a, an own goal by a defender, a Leicester City defender. It was a cross from Song and he 
was it was a cross from yes it was a cross from song the goal the, the, the ball was actually meant for song to slot in but you know when you're being tensed when you're being tensed your position is actually pressing you and it was more like counter-attacking it was more like a counter-attacking issue M M M experience sort of so when you're being tensed as a defender you don't really know because in the bit you're trying to pull out the goal or to kick out the ball from entering into the net he mistakenly scored the goal scored the scored the goal for the own goal that was we made it the first half started it was at the sixth minute of the first half and the game changed as in because that own goal alone changed the atmosphere for sports before halftime they added in two more goals hurricane scored netted in a, a brace the same way like they were count in fact if you want to sports they are very good at counter-attacking when you have the likes of hurricane you have the likes of song you have the likes of lucas mora and even um sergio Jorge. once once you have these people they are always very very they are very very pacey so Kane was lucky enough to get the ball. He was on it. He was already running up. They passed the ball to him, and he used his left foot, his left, his weaker foot, to score the second goal. The same thing. Two minutes and fifty seconds after he scored that second goal of the game, his first for the night and the second for Spurs in that fixture, the same thing happened. I don't know where you know the the, the, the likes of West Morgan. They are already aged. They are aged. They, they 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 are aged. They can't run. So when when an opposition has the ball and the the opposition is on the counter attack, if you on, on a counter running, pacey and fast, if you are a defender that cannot run, that cannot keep up, I'm sorry you would because you're going to make you're going to expose your your, your um you're going to expose your goalkeeper at the at at the back because he doesn't really know where he's going to put his leg. It's just one out of many that tend to read the opposition coming in to score and they try as much as possible to push out the ball either for a corner or they catch the ball but most times it's it's on rare occasions that you see such happen many times it, the opposition always scores so two minutes and 50 seconds after hurricane scored the second goal for sports he came again and scored with his right foot the same pattern the same pattern attacking pattern so brenda Rogers needs to you know, treat his defense. I understand that he has injury concerns, and one of his um, central midfielder, central defender rather, one of his central defender was suspended because of excessive, excessive yellow cards. His left back, Benchiwo, has been is injured, and I don't think he will play. The season is just is ending. I don't think he will play until the beginning of next season. So it really affected them. The people that he people had to bring was the likes of Wes Morgan. Wes Morgan is old, and he's I don't think he's not. The kind the West Morgan we knew back in 2016 when they won the league. He, he's old, he's aged, he's not the kind that he's not pacey. He's not the pacey kind of um he's not the pacey kind of defender. So that game ended 3-0 in favor of sports. Sports, they are presently, they are currently on sixth position now, two points ahead of seventh place wolves. Wolves will be playing wolves have a game to play. Wolves has, has a game in hand to play. So if Wolves win their game today, then that means they would return back to sixth place. Everything is just everything is just all about getting into the Europe Europe's positions to play European League next season. You play European competitions by next season. So 
kudos to sports kudos to sports kudos to sports. so last week the the in fact a whole lot happened a whole lot happened liverpool lost against us now like can you imagine liverpool lost against us. There was the, i asked this question when liverpool won the league with just seven seven more games to play that was around june on the 25th of june when chelsea won against man city i asked this question that okay now they have won the league what next most of the Liver- most liverpool fans that are my friends are like leave us alone leave us alone this one so and I, i'm like it's not about leaving to whom much is it much is given much is expected you've stayed for like 30 years and finally you're able to break that things to win this league what next are you building is club gonna build on this win are you gonna build on this achievement and ensure that you don't slip off you don't slip up like there's no slip up you have seven you had seven because it's no more seven we just have barely two games now for the they've played them they've played 35 games it's just two more they've played 36 games rather it's just two more games now left for the season to wrap up now back then you had like seven more games to play that's 21 points and you had 86 86 points as at the time you won the league so you we are in cruise control to break the hundred points achievement by man city in two years them two seasons ago to break that landmark and make your own record like break the record and establish your own record with 107 points ending the league with 107 points but what happened they lost in games they've played now they, they drew against Burnley at home which is rare they, the last time they drew was in 2018 at anfield they've not drawn any games it's been winning 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 and the only time i know they lost so far in anfield was against atletico madrid in the second phase of the round of 16 ucl games that was the only time i know they lost that was the only time i know they lost again they lost at home they've always been they've always been spontaneous they've always been great anfield has always been a fortress so they, they drew against Burnley. they drew against Burnley. They lost against my Man City, and finally, they lost just recently. Lost against Arsenal. How did this happen? Like, how did it happen? Defensive mistakes, goalkeeping mistake. There was no communication at the back line. There was no communication. Van Dyke, of all people, entering into that game, everybody has always known David Lewis to be an error-prone defender. Like he 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 forgets himself. Is that he causes a penalty or he's giving a yellow card, he's giving a red card, or he misses the ball, you know, he loses the ball to the, off- to the defender to the opposition forward and the opposition ends up scoring a goal. But in this case, it was a world-class defender. A runner up for the Ballon d'Or that lost he lost possession and um, Arsenal countered on it and scored the first goal. The second goal, the same thing. Alison, you had a whole lot of people. Like, you had a whole lot of black um, black shirts around you because it was, it was an away game. The Liverpool fan, Liverpool players, they had their black jersey, their, their black kit on. You had the likes of Alexander Arnold. You even had the like. You had the opportunity to even balloon the ball into as in place it far shoot the ball out but you started doing little little short short passes and Arsenal countered on your mistakes and scored those are not those, those are those kind of goals you don't con- as, a, as, as a world champion you don't concede goals like that yes you scored you opened the you opened your account that evening 
Sadio Mane scored in the first 21 minutes of the game. But at the end of the game, you lost three points, three vital points. You had an opportunity to end the season with 100 points. But as it stands now, that record Man City has established, that record that Man City had two seasons ago still remains intact. The only thing Liverpool can end up this season is ending with the 99 points or 97 points. It all depends on because the, the, their next game is against Chelsea on Wednesday. So, I don't know. Will they be winning Chelsea or will they be drawing that game before they play their final final game of the season on on the 26th, being the last day, the wrap-up of the season against Newcastle. But all the same, they'll still be lifting up their trophy because the game they have to play on Wednesday, that is the day they'll be giving them their trophy. All the same, I believe Klopp would have all these things because all these things in mind, trying as much as possible to build this team to be what they've been, to, to ensure that they don't slip up, to ensure that this continues, you know, their winning trend, being one of the formidable um, play um, formidable football teams in the world, it still remains. They don't slip because teams are watching. A whole lot of teams are watching, trying to pinpoint your lapses and all that. If such things are not being addressed now, entering into next season, it's going to be very, very hard. Like, people would know, teams, managers would know that, okay, they were Liverpool, in as much as they've been fantastic and all that, they still have loopholes. When you press them, press them, keep pressing them, they, they are prone to mistakes. They are, they are goalkeeper or uh, their defense line, they are always prone to mistakes when you keep pressing them, when you keep tackling them. They are prone to give away the ball. So, if until this, all these things have been tackled, it's going to be, it's not going to be a walk in the park for Liverpool next season. Trust me, it's not going to be a walk in the park for Liverpool next season. So they'll be lifting the cup on Wednesday after 30 solid years. It's it's, it's a pity that their fans will not be there because it would have been an, a very, very interesting one if the fans would be present. But you know now COVID-19 pandemic has, it has, it has stopped a whole lot of things from happening. It has stopped a whole lot of things from happening. But it's a, it, the good news is that hopefully by October, November, October, November, there was, there was this press release by the PM, the Prime Minister of England, that hopefully by October, November, fans can be, fans can be coming to watch their, their players at the pitch, you know, going to the stadiums to watch games. But for now, we don't really know. It's still under probability. But hopefully before December, let's just hope. Even schools, from what he said, even schools, so there's hope. There is hope. We are being hopeful that things are gradually, gradually returning back to normalcy. They are gradually returning back to normalcy. Yeah. So, um, the games for this weekend, we all know that um, Chef, um, United, last weekend rather, United drew against Southampton, but finally won against Crystal Palace. Chelsea won against Norwich by one goal to nil. Oliver Giroud has been outstanding for Chelsea. He has been here. Yeah, in fact, that guy has been great. I keep telling people that 18 million, 18 million Chelsea spent to buy him at the second season of Conte's regime was 18 million well spent. The guy has, he last season he was the highest goal scorer in the Europa League. He had 11 goals and four assists. He has been phenomenal for Chelsea all through these three, four, three seasons. He has been in the club. He has been phenomenal for the. He has spoke, scored important goals he always creates chances for his teammates like this link up no wonder france the the manager for france the, um there's champs he, he he it's rare you see him dropping a Giroud in any team even in the world, world cup people were like 
um, Giroud did not score any goal, he did not assist, but he was phenomenal. He opened up spaces for the likes of Mbappe, for the likes of Griezmann to come into play to score wonderful goals, and they won, they won, they won the World Cup in 2018. So he is a team player, he's a squad player, and so far he has been Chelsea's best player since the restart. He's always, you know, up and doing, up and those games Chelsea lost. He didn't start those games. Tammy Abraham started, and Tammy Abraham is not. He doesn't have that physicality as Giroud. He's not the kind. You, you can Tammy Abraham. He's still young. He's just barely 23, 22, 23. But at 33 years of age, Giroud is experienced. Like he reads the game very well. Those little little pocket spaces that that comes out in the opposition in the opposition in, in the 18-yard box of the opposition he tries as much as possible to find himself there it's rare you see Giroud on, on an offside position he tries even when he doesn't score he makes attempts he makes attempts probably the keeper might push it out or maybe a defender might you know block the goal from entering or thereabout but he tries as much as possible to be relevant in every game that he tends to play for Chelsea so he scored he scored that only goal against Norwich last week last week tuesday bondi drew against wolves 1-1 man city of course man city won against bournemouth newcastle lost against spurs arsenal <laughs> arsenal won against liverpool <laughs> arsenal won two goals to nil against liverpool Mikel ateta kudos kudos arsenal won against liverpool two goals to nil everton drew 1-1 against relegation threatened Aston Villa. I don't know who's going to re- relegate with because, of course, Norwich has already been relegate, relegated. We have the likes of Bournemouth, we have the likes of Aston Villa. So, who gets? Because this is the last week. Everybody will know their stand at, at this last week. Everybody knows their stand. It's just like the Syria. Um, the Syria are, of course, spout. They are still on 19th position, 19th with 19 points. They're on 20th position with 19 points. They have like four more games to play in the league. Four more games will take you outside. So, mathematically, they've been relegated. Mathematically, they've been relegated. Yeah, mathematically, they are no, 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 no. They are not. They are not safe again. So they should try again some other time. They should try again some other time. So Southampton won, um, drew against Brighton, one-one. West Ham won against Watford. West Ham, they've they are on eight, thirty-seven points now, and they play against Man U on Wednesday. Yes, they are safe, but I believe David Moyes would want to finish the season on forty points. Boy want, want to finish the season on 40 points or even 43 if possible. That loss against Watford lost against West Ham three goes to Neil. And that was the only thing the management of Watford needed. The Hornets needed to sack Nigel person person. Now they've they've sacked this is the third manager that has managed Watford. What is the problem? Is it from the from is it is it a managerial issue or the players? You don't sack over the course of five seasons now. I know how many managers. What for? They've 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 hired and fired over five managers. Over five managers. Like who does that? Is it the squad that has issues or the managers that have? You don't expect five men. To all have issues like that. No, it's to me. I feel it's the squad. Change the squad. Get new players. You don't go for average. You know. You you know. You want to become. You want to be playing EPL football. You want to be playing EPL games. Um, season in, season out, week in, week out. Get better players. 
go to the likes of Turkish League, go to the likes as in go to Russia, get players that know how to play ball, play football very well. You don't re- rely on this. Your, your players are average. I remember when he came, when when Nigel um, Perison came in, he was a former Derby County manager. He was also the former Leicester City manager. At some point, he even managed. I guess he managed that whole city at some point, one period like that. You know, when he came in, you guys were what for? They were on twentieth position when this man came in in December. Twentieth position, but they went ahead to win four games at a go, including the game against Liverpool. They were the very first club to trash Liverpool away. The, the first defeat Liverpool had this season was against Watford. It was a surprising defeat, honestly. Three goals to nil. Nigel Perez, he steered the ship. Yes, I understand that in 36 games, it's just been eight. They've won eight times. They've drawn 10 times and they've lost 18 times. It's not a good start at all. It's not a good start. But then, we just have two more games for the season to end. And those two more games, for them, it's hell. It is... The people they they, they play... the, The... Clubs they'll be facing is a do it's is a do or die affair. They are, they'll be playing against Man City. Then finally on the last day of the of the EPL 2019-2020 league games, they'll be playing against Arsenal. So those games are tough games. But all the same, if you felt if you found out that the man's tactics they were not working, you should have sacked him since. Why wait until two more games to play? It's it doesn't add up it doesn't make sense it doesn't it's not fair at all so for now it's just the youth under 23 manager that will be taking charge of the last two games they are on 34 points they are on 34 points and i don't know how <laughs> i don't know how they'll be going about because aston villa is on 31 points bournemouth are on 31 points as well so a win for either two one of them out of these three two will be dropping Two will be joining the likes of Norwich to play Skybet Championship by next season. That's a given. That's sure. Sure. So let's just see how what happens this week. Let's see what happens this week. Let's see what happens. So the games for the games for next the games for the week for the remaining you know the remaining EPL games that will be coming up. We have Monday night football. We have Monday night football that will be played today. Monday night football will be played today. Alright, so Brighton will be facing Newcastle by 6pm this evening. Sheffield United will be facing Everton by 6pm as well. Then Wolves will be welcoming Crystal Palace by 8.15 p.m. We have Brighton versus Newcastle by 6 p.m. Sheffield United versus Everton by 6 p.m. That match is going to be interesting. Carlo Ancelotti, he's been he's been okay for Everton. They've been up and down, you know, up and down. Let's re- it's presently Everton. Everton are on 12th position with 46 points. Sheffield United are on eighth position with 54 points going into this game. So that game, mm, I see an Everton winning that game. I see an Everton winning that game. Ancelotti would want to end this season with at least 50, so 50 points plus, 50 plus points. I don't see an Everton losing this evening. So it's going to be Sheffield United versus Everton by 6 p.m. 
Brighton vs Newcastle by 6pm and finally Wolves vs Crystal Palace by 8.15pm. On Tuesday we'll be having Watford vs Man City by 6pm. Watford vs Man City. That. <laughs> well, okay. Aston Villa vs Arsenal. Aston Villa will be welcoming Arsenal at Villa Park by 6.15pm. Then on Wednesday we have the likes of Man United facing West Ham. If Man U loses this game against West Ham, their top four position because I don't think they will be winning against Leicester City. It's going to be they they'll be facing Leicester City at the last day of the league. I imagine fourth facing fifth at the last day of the league of the league season. So my United will be welcoming West Ham to Old Trafford by 6 p.m. Liverpool will welcome Chelsea to Anfield by 8:15 p.m. Regardless of the result in that game, Liverpool will be crowned champions afterwards after that game. Then the league will be wrapping up over the weekend by. On the 26th of July, but definitely before then, I would try as much as possible to get across the fixtures for that day. The fixtures for that day. Moving on to the La Liga. Congratulations, Real Madrid. Congratulations to their fans. Congratulations to Los Blancos. <laughs> it was not an easy thing because starting up the league once the, mainly the league we started we had the like we had a barcelona up there we had a barcelona occupying the first position but the the draws barcelona had they, they, they drew against celta vigo they drew against atletico madrid those draws cost them the league and inadequacy because in their last the last game the, la, the game that the, the 37th game they lost surprisingly against osasuna two goals to one Real Madrid won against Villarreal and they won the league. They won the league. They won the league. <laughs> they won the league. Finally, they won the league. Like Zidane has been has been phenomenal for that club. They've been phenomenal. They won the league for the 34th time. They've won. The, they've been La Liga. They are La Liga champions for the 34th time. Why Vaca have won the league for just 26 times? Though Copa del Rey, they've Vaca has always always have have always had. An upper hand against other teams. Vaca has won the Copa de Rey for 30 times in their history. Why Real Madrid just has 19 Copa de Rey trophies, including this one? They because they won the Copa de Rey against Atletico Madrid early this season, and finally won the league for the 34th time in their history. So they are ending the season with two mega trophies. Though they are still in the they are still in the UCL, and you never can tell what will happen. It could be a treble for Real Madrid but the sad thing is Barcelona is ending could end the league without a trophy for the very first time in a long while except something out of the ordinary happens in the UCL the UCL has still has the likes of Juventus the still has the likes of Bayern Munich has the likes of Napoli they will have to pass or defeat Napoli in the last leg second leg of the UCL round of 16 a win there for them will take them automatically to the round, the last eight of the UCL games. And of course, we know Chelsea. I don't think Chelsea will be winning by Bayern on the 8th of August. Anyone that wins, anyone that wins, <laughs> I don't, let's just, Chelsea should just, Chelsea, I don't know, because the first leg, Chelsea lost against Bayern three goals to It's not going to be a walk in the park for Bayern because the way Chelsea are, and I bet all the same, Chelsea will try as much as possible to score at the Alliance Arena. But overturning the three-goal deficit, I don't see it happening. I, I, it's rare. But you know, this is football. But all the same, let's just be, let's just try as much as possible to be as realistic 
as possible. Bayern will Bayern will scale through. I, I see Bayern scaling through to the last eight. They have all it takes to scale through to the last eight. They have a compact team, more compact than Chelsea's team. So, if Barcelona will be winning against Napoli in the last phase of the round of 16, it then means they'll be facing Bayern in the quarterfinals. <laughs> And that means the facing Bayern in quarter for I remember a 7-0 somewhere, somewhere along the line against these two happened some time ago. Barcelona lost against Bayern seven goals to nil. So I don't see I don't see this backer team having anything to 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 to, to, to offer there. They've not been they've not been consistent. We had this um, rumor then that um, what's his name Messi might be leaving. Even when he scored his free kick against Osasuna, he was not happy. He's not a happy man. He's not a happy man. It's just like one making use of um, the law of diminishing marginal utility. The more you are using a particular, you are used to a particular. At some point, you get tired of it, and you need something else. You need something else. He needs a break like he needs a change of environment he needs to leave that team he needs to leave the team he needs a, a bit of fresh air she understand he needs a bit of fresh air something different from what he has already something different from what he has already everything is centered on Messi. if he's not in the if he's not in the match is that he's scoring or his assistant what happens when he's no more Messi has been at in barcelona for 16 years you don't expect him, he's 33 now, you don't expect him to give you 16 more years as a player. It's not possible. You don't build your team around one particular person. What happens when he leaves? The same thing happened during the time of Cristiano Ronaldo at Real Madrid. He left last season and Real Madrid, they struggled. But you can see they've moved on. You can see the likes of Benzema scoring 20 plus goals now. He has 20, 21 goals or thereabouts. He just one or two goals. He ended the season a goal behind Messi. Messi has 22 goals with 22. 20 plus goals with 21 assists in the season in the league. He won the Pichichi trophy, he won the Pichichi award. So, if Ronaldo, if a, a Real Madrid can move on without a Ronaldo, with a Ronaldo in it, if a Real Madrid can win a La Liga trophy without a Ronaldo in it, Messi needs to leave so that these other guys, Barcelona, they have a very good youth squad. The Griezmanns. A whole lot, the Ansufati, the whole lot of you know young stars coming up are there. If this aged Barcelona player um, crop of players leave, what happens? It, Busquets is 30 something. Rakitic, Rakitic is not, you know. Luis Suarez is 30 something. Um, Pique is 30 something. Jordi Alba, the same thing. If all these guys leave, what will happen to the team? They need to start building the team beyond the messy region because definitely they won't want to end up like the likes of AC Milan. AC Milan of old had a they had a caca they had they had a whole lot of fantastic player the Gattuso's and all the Piro but as it stands now AC Milan they are a mid-table team like they are not it's been a while they you know you hear you hear the likes of AC Milan playing a champion playing in the Champions League. Most times it's Europe or sometimes they tend to miss out. So if nothing is done now, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to say that Barcelona will become a mid-table team. They will be like the AC Milan of, of Italy. They need to stop building their team around Messi. If, if they lose the game, they blame other players and the manager. 
when they win all accolades go to just one person that's not how to grow now you share this is a shared responsibility when when cr7 left real madrid yeah they struggled last season but this season you find out the likes of sergio ramos open up his game he has over 10 goals plus he has scored 100 goals he scored three goals when he was in sevilla and has so far scored seven goals i mean 97 goals rather for as a real madrid player all round in all competition like he has 100 goals so he he picked up like he, he upped his game the likes of benzema the same thing it's a shared responsibility everybody's up and doing in real madrid real madrid is a team not built on one person they play together as a team they play together as a family they understand each other team play thanks thanks to mz then team play is what has been helping real madrid this season and that is what made them to keep being consistent consistency down to the end of the season and they finally we are rewarded with the la liga trophy that's the thing barcelona should pick up else <laughs> else it's not it's not gonna be and um it's not gonna be an easy one for them next season going forward rival the lead won against real betis by two goals to nil Velarey won four goals to to nil against elba atletico madrid were held by Real Sociedad on a 1-1 draw. Espanyol and Celta Vigo, they played a goalless draw. Espanyol, as we all know, has RCD Espanyol, they've been relegated. Celta Vigo avoided relegation by by few points. Celta Vigo avoided relegation by just few points. In fact, they almost, we are almost relegated. They ended the, the, they ended the season with 37 points. 18th placed Leganis ended the league with 36 points just one point i'm telling you just one point and leganes had a higher goal difference but for the fact their points are not much they were relegated leganes mallorca and espanol got relegated to the spanish la liga smart bank that is the spanish la liga b they got relegated the, f- the final phase of the 2019-2020 season ended yesterday they got relegated. Leganis is going to play. It's not going to, they're not going to play in La Liga next. La Liga standard next season. Mallorca the same thing. And Espanyol the same thing. Now, kudos to the likes of Gades. Gades, SD, Huesca. They got promoted. They will be playing. They will be playing in the Spanish La Liga next season. They got promoted from the Spanish La Liga B. La, Spanish La Liga B this season. And they will be playing in the Spanish La Liga next season Gadis and SD Huesca now the likes of Almera Gerona Brio Zaracosa and Fuenlabrada they'll be playing doing playing the players to join the likes of Cadiz and SD Huesca anyone that wins from these playoffs would join them to play the La Liga La Liga Spanish La Liga Satanda football next season so congratulations to those that have qualified congratulations to those that we are promoted i remember sdos it was just two seasons ago they played la liga and they were relegated and finally they strived as much as possible to gain promotion back to the league kudos kudos so for now the season in the la liga season ended with real madrid ended the season with 97 points barcelona ended the season with 82 points atletico madrid ended the season with 70 points sevilla on 70 points fourth position villaray 60 points on fifth they'll be playing europa next season real sociedad on 56 points they'll be playing 
Europa League next season. Then Granada, Granada, they got promoted to the La Liga this season and they've been outstanding. They ended the season on 56 points and they will be playing Europa League football next season for the very first time in, in their history, just like an Atl- At- At- Atlanta in Syria are. They'll be playing Europa League football for the very first time in their season, in, 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 in their history. It's a very good one. Like, it's... They, they, they tried as much as much as possible to to dream ahead because normally once this club this kind of clubs come in from La Liga Syria from the La Liga B into La Liga Saturn they, they try as much as possible to remain there they don't really dream they just try as much as possible to get at least 40 points plus but not only did Granada get 40 points plus they ended the season with 56 points and qualified for their first ever Europa European league competition is a good one so european football will be coming to granada it's a very very good one kudos to kudos to their fans kudos to the players and kudos to their manager getafe ended the league on eighth position with 54 points valencia on 53 points valencia played they played champions league last year and they're not even playing europe no 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 european football for them this season it's a bad one they were not they were not really okay this season. They were not okay this season. Osasuna ended the league on 10th position with 52 points. Atletico Bilbao on 51 points, 11th. Levante ended the league on 49 points. Real Valladolid ended the league on 42 points. Elba on 42 points. Just Real Valladolid had a better goal difference than Elba on, 40, on 14th position. Real Betis ended the league on 41 points. Deportivo Alaves ended the league on 39 points. That's on 16th. Then 17th, Celta Vigo escaped. I would still keep saying that they escaped relegation on 37 points by just one point. A point, even half point, <laughs> even half point is really, 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 really important in anything. In anything, a point, a point mark is important. I remember last season, it was just one point that hindered Liverpool from winning the, the EPL tied to they ended the league with 97 points why Man City ended the league with 98 points so you can just one one and they lost just once last season so you can imagine so it's really really important 18th 1920 they've been relegated Mayoka ended the season on 36 points Leganis rather ended the season on 36 points why Mayoka ended the season on 33 points and finally Espanyol their relegation status was already confirmed two weeks back they ended the season on 25 points then this is on 25 points so kudos to those that qualified for champions league football that's real madrid barcelona the normal real madrid barcelona atletico madrid and finally sevilla sevilla are still playing europa league they are still in the because not only champions league football will be starting up in august same thing with the uefa europa uefa europa league uel we played in august so sevilla are still in that they are still in that position they are still playing and lopetegui has been wow for them he has been after he was sacked again he was sacked by real madrid he took some sabbaticals and finally came back as sevilla manager he was appointed as sevilla manager at the beginning of the season and they've been outstanding it's rare, on rare occasions you see a sevilla losing games the games they lost this season was not much and finishing the season on a high with 70 points it's a good one it's a very very good us it's a very very good good one honestly 17 points behind first place real madrid it's a good one kudos to them 
kudos to them. So we will be going to the Syria. Ah, we'll be going to the Syria. The Syria games. They are the only other other season, other um leagues will be ending their season on Sunday. EPL will be ending on Sunday. Of course, we know Spanish La Liga has already ended. They ended theirs just last week. They ended theirs. They, they played their last game just last week. So Syria actually has like four games left to play. They've played 34 games. It's just remaining four games. So they will be the ones still ones still playing football down to the middle of August or thereabouts. Pama lost against Sampdoria by three goals to two. Bieska won against Spal. Spal has been relegated. Spal just has 19 points. The remaining four games with 12 points, I don't think you're going anywhere. 12 points adding up to what they have already won't take them anywhere. So they've been relegated. It's been confirmed that they've been relegated. Bieska won against Spal. Two goes to nil. Two goes to one. Florentina won Torino. Torino has been terrible this season. Torino has been terrible this season, honestly. Belotti and Co. I don't know. I don't know what's happening to them in that in that football club. Is it management or what? They've not been okay. They've been up and down, honestly. They've been they've been up and down. So Florentina won against them. Two goals to nil. Gerona won against Lecce by two goals to one. Napoli won against Udinese, two goals to one. Roma drew against Inter Milan, two two. So today will be on Monday night football. We have the likes of Juventus facing Lazio. High flying Juventus will be facing fourth place Lazio. Lazio, I don't know what happened. Since the restart, they've been they've not been okay. These people we are they were occupying second position comfortably before the pandemic and also what happened? They are now on fourth on fourth position with 69 points. I don't know what happened. They've been they've not they've not been okay. They've not been okay. They have not been okay. So Juventus will be welcoming Lazio to the to, to Turin to today. Monday night football. Then on Tuesday we have the likes of Atlanta facing Bologna. Sao Sulo will be facing AC Milan on that same Tuesday evening. Juventus Lazio. Juventus Lazio. Last time out, Lazio won them. So I don't know what's gonna happen to, to what's gonna happen when they face each other again. I don't know what's gonna, what's gonna happen when they face each other. Juventus has they've had their ups and downs. Remember the last game they played? They played against Sao Sulo and they they drew that game three three. This is a game they should have won comfortably, but they drew the game three three. So what is gonna happen here? Is it gonna rain goals or is it gonna be one or two goals in this game? Either way. They, they need to be wary of the, the, the likes of Inter Milan. Inter Milan presently are on second position with 72 points. You know we still have four more games to play. 12 more points to acquire. So anything can happen. As it stands now, Juventus are on first position still with 75 points. Inter on second position with 72 points. Atalanta are on 71 position. Atalanta has been wow. Atalanta has been. They've scored over 90, 90 something, 90 plus goals. In the in that in, in the Syria I alone, not in all competitions, they 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 are the, the best scoring side in the Syria A. And this is this is a team that's not is made up of different people. Like we have the likes of Croatian players playing there, Italian, Russian, like different. It's not just Italy Italian players that play for Atalanta. It's not just Italian players that play for Atalanta. We have Duvan from Colombia playing. For Atlanta, we have the likes of Pasalic from Croatia. He was once a Chelsea player, but Chelsea made sold him off to Atlanta after Atlanta decided to trigger the option of making his loan deal permanent. It was a 13.5 million 
pounds deal so he's not he's officially an atalanta player he scored a hat trick against breska they won against breska 6-2 in their last game out uh, last time out it was it was raining goal. one thing i like about atlanta is that they they, they score goals they, they they try as much as possible to keep scoring goals so that even when the when the when the match ends it's still they tend to win comfortably they, they are ready to score seven goals against their opponent they keep scoring goals to the final whistle is being blown so that is how good an Atl- the Atlanta team is. That's how good Atlanta. So Atlanta, they are on 71 points. Lazio are on 69 points, being fought. Roma are on 58 points, occupying the fifth position. Napoli are on sixth position with 56 points. AC Milan are on seventh position with 56 points, but a goal difference separates AC Milan from Napoli. Sao Sulo find themselves in 8th position with 48 points. Verona on 45 points on ninth position. Bologna are on 10th position with 43 points. Cagliari are on 42 points with are on 11th position with 42 points. Florentina are still on 42 points too on 12th position but you know goal different tend to separate all these clubs from each other. Sampdoria occupy the 13th spot with 41 points Parma are on 40 points on 14th position then Torino you can imagine Torino are on 15th position with 37 points Udinese are on 36th position with 6 on 36 with 30, 30 they're on 6th 16th position with 36 points Geona are on 17th position with 33 points then we have the relegation fighting clubs Lecce have 29 points Bresca have 24 points and Spal Spal has really good. They just have 19 points. If you're adding 12 points to this, 31 points can give you a 31 points out of a possible. But the clubs above them with 12 points, they would move further away from relegate. But with 12 points, mathematically, it won't save Spal. So Spal have been really has been they've been relegated. They have been relegated. Honestly, they've been relegated. They've not they've not been an interesting. They've not been an interesting. They've not been outstanding so far. Let me use that word. They've not been outstanding so far. Honestly, they've not been outstanding so. So, Monday night football we have Juventus playing against Lazio. Then on Tuesday we have Atletico, Atla- Atalanta playing against Bologna. Then finally, Sao Sulo will be playing against AC Milan. We still have four more games to play in this year, so anything can happen. Twelve more points to gain. Anything can happen. Finally, for the day, we will be talking about the FA Cup semi-finals. Going into this game, the Manchester clubs were the favourites, honestly. No one would believe that Man City would be trashed by a rookie manager, by a manager that was once an Omoshe, <laughs> a manager that was once an assistant to Pep Guardiola. Everybody thought, in fact, when they saw the lineup, ah, what is Luis doing there, you know? But Mikel Arteta had a game plan and he discharged the game plan to the latter. He had a game plan. He discharged the game plan to the latter. They ensured that those true balls, those midfield balls, those pass pass policy, Pep, the tiki taka policy that Pep ten, tends to use in his games, they ensured that they, 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 they intercepted those throw passes in, in, in midfield. For any pass, De Bruyne had to give the likes of maybe Sterling or Mares, they most definitely would be a Zaka or a Sebalos in between to stop or to intercept such passes. 
the defense was wow the defense everyone in fact louis louis became he became something else he became a john terry in the defense no ball passed him no one no one dribbled past him Man City, they were frustrated in that game. They were. They, at some point, their manager didn't know. He was just talking. Whether he was talking to himself, I don't know. But he clearly was frustrated in that game. It was a masterclass. Abu Meyang scores two goals in other halves, giving, giving them a spot, booking them a spot in the finals that we played on the 1st of August at Wembley. So far, Arsenal has won, they are the most successful club that has won the FA Cup trophy. They've played for 21, okay, okay they've played for, um, okay, they've played for 20 times. Before that game, they've played for 20 good times and they've won, they've won the trophy 13 times. Man United was the club closest. They've won that, that FA Cup for 12, 12 good times, followed by Chelsea on 8, then less um, Man, Man City rather on 5th. Arsenal has won that cup for 13 good times. Man United has won the cup for 12 times. Chelsea have won it for 8 times. And finally, Man City have won just for 5 good times. They've won it for 5 good times. So, and going into these finals, now it's, it's, I feel Man United, um, Arsenal, they're on the upper hand. They have this upper hand because this is something, this is, this is, a, this is a trophy they are known for. They are, they've not, even as much as I know, they've not been fantastic trying to win the league since 2004 fa cup trophy has always been their bench right but you never can tell this 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 is not this is not business as usual they'll be facing chelsea chelsea surprisingly won against man united on sunday it was a three goal surprise three goals i'm not i'm not i'm not saying why i keep saying surprise the chelsea chelsea has not been it's been a long time we watched a chelsea play the way they played yesterday this is a Man United that Chelsea has lost three times this season. This is a Man United that Chelsea has considered eight goals this season and scored just once. The first leg, that was the beginning of the season. They, they, they considered four goals in the first leg. Yeah, this is the, the Chelsea that has, has not been okay so far. But you can imagine, they finally won yesterday. Lampard that used a Conte formation of 3-4-3, having three at the back, four in midfield and three in front. Ensured trying that the the, the the defense line of Chelsea they don't go forward they don't go forward trying to you know win balls and all they just sat back and waited for their opposition to come to them. So they my United they were they were frustrated yes because we didn't they didn't have things like counter attacking you know plays and all even if there was a counter attack they already had players waiting for them to remove the ball or there about like, to, to to ensure that they don't come close to the keeper so it was a frustrating night for my united play it was a frustrating night for my and even for their even for their for their for their goalkeeper the gate the gate was not good at all their defense line was porous and chelsea countered on it for every they kept they didn't allow them you know stay with the ball for long for if anyone that any my united player that had the ball they tackled Chelsea midfield tackled them to ensure that they don't they don't make those pass pass they don't they don't pass the ball or trying to build from behind no they kept them on their on their toes all through and the game ended three it was actually three three zero before an odoy mistake in the opposition's um in their own in Chelsea's own half in Chelsea's own 18 yard boss cost a penalty which 
Bruno Fernandes scored. That was just the only goal. So Chelsea and Arsenal is going to be a London derby. It's going to be a London derby. Two rookies. These two players all won. The both of them won the FA Cup as players, and then they're going to they're going to be in charge of the clubs they won the FA Cup as players as managers going into these finals. It's a good one. It's an interesting. It's going to be a London derby on the first of August. Who gets to win that game? Who gets to win the game? Who gets to win that game? Who gets to win that game? I'm, I'm tightly because it's going to. First of all, we'd have to enjoy football. Both of them, they've tried so far. They've tried. They've not had the wealth of experience before now. They don't have it. You can see it was just last season that um, what was his name? Lampard started his managerial managerial duties. Same thing with Delta this season. He has been an assistant all, all through. But they've so far they've been they, they've gone they've 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 revamped their team. Their team the players give them what they want. So it's gonna really be an interesting one. So who gets to win that? Who gets to win that game? Next month we'll be having the Europa League. All Europe com- European competitions we played from August. It's gonna be an interesting one. It's really gonna be an interesting one. So who gets to win the FA? Syria are at the end of the at the end of their at the end of their four four more games left to play league games play to play who gets to win the league is it going to still be the normal Juventus or will Inter Milan overtake them adding 12 points to 72 points that Inter has now to take them far so who gets to win at the end of the day of course we know that the La Liga has ended and the likes those that got relegated have been relegated and those that got promotion have been promoted Leeds United Finally, Leeds United, congratulations. A hearty congratulations to Leeds United. Leeds United will be playing EPL games after 16 years in absentia. You can see, it's, it's funny, right? It's it's shocking. Since 2004, they've not played. They've not played any. They've been playing in Sky Bear Championship. But you can imagine, with the loss West Brom had against Huddersfield, it automatically confirmed Leeds promotion to the EPL. So they'll be playing, we'll be playing, they'll be playing EPL games by next season next so thank you very much thank you very much it's an interesting one honestly it's been an interesting one thank you very much for listening to this podcast and always tune in to radio radio thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day bye